Hey guys, it's Josh, and welcome back to your favorite podcast where we help guide each other between being raging dumpster fires and full functioning adults. That's right, it's time for another episode of the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad. Joining me today from a Miss Francois show is the lady herself, Miss Francois. Um, tell us, A, before you tell us just a little bit about you, tell us where what the Miss stands for, because I just absolutely love this. I think it's smashing. So it's Miss Francois, that's MSS for multi-talented and super sexy. At one time it was multi-talented and super single, but I'm good now. <laughs> Listen, we love an evolution. We love an evolution. Um, so, so basically I'm an entertainer, author, and speaker, but now I'm a TEDx speaker as of last week. What? You're lucky I'm talking to you right now. Listen. Yes. Listen, it's all about the sass, all about the energy. And we love finding other ways to help us deal with our trauma and our dysfunction, so to speak. So, guys, you already know you got to go show some love over to that show. Um, I think everybody could use a little help dealing with something. You yeah, know? and I think when you add the humor, it's kind of easier to digest, you know, instead of a, a stern, like angry or rough, you know, sometimes people get offend, offended by how people approach them to certain things. So sometimes when you add a little humor, it's easier, you know, to digest. Yeah, of course. I know I'm not the only person. Detecting a little bit of uh, a nice little cadence to your voice, you know, are, are you here for... Oh, yes. Oh, sexy, sexy. Yes. (laughs) I'm originally from Trinidad and Tobago, one of the best Caribbean islands in the world. And actually, if you Google it, Trinidad have actually one of the sexiest accents in the world. So, see, you're welcome. I'm blessing you with my voice. Listen, she's blessing us with her voice. She's blessing us with her presence. Guys, I don't know if you feel it, but like, I I feel like it's my birthday already. And I just have one. (laughs) I guess there's no other way to do it, but just to get into it, um, we're not going to beat around the bush here. One thing that me and Miss Francois both have in common is we like just true, candid, honest conversation. So that's what we're going to have. You're not uh, super single anymore, but I still am <laughs> proudly embracing my single life, uh, that bachelor lifestyle that we so love to promote. But before I was a bachelor, I was also in a relationship which did not end the best way. So I think, and I, as much as I think I've moved on from it, I think there's still some lingering effects. So I think today is a great day to talk about breakups. Okay. How long your breakup ended? If you don't mind me asking, I know I'm not a therapist, psychologist. I only go to church on Sunday, so I'm not a relationship or spiritual counselor. So you can tell me. <laughs> so my last relationship ended um, almost a year ago. It was, yeah, it was like last March. Okay. Well, it actually say how, according to how long you've been with a person, it technically takes almost as half as much time as how long as you were in a relationship, which might suck for some. That's, so if it's like five years, it might take two and a half years. But that's just an estimate according to some studies. You know, what do scientists know about anything? The heart wants what it wants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but um, it's crazy, you know. We all think that we've 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 done so much work or we've made so much progress, but sometimes it's like the littlest thing that that could bring that breakup to be fresh all over again. Yeah, but remember, it's always a song that play or a smell in the air that brings back a particular memory. It's called we being human. It's called life. If you want to go in a corner and curl up and cry, that's your problem. Life is still going to pass you by. So you're going to have to make adjustments or find a different way. If you smell something, go smell something else. Shake yourself out of it. Because sometimes, but but I always say in the beginning, sometimes you do have to be in the moment. And don't try to jump in bed with someone else. Or don't try to immediately do a bunch of things. Because I'm, I'm strong. I'm fine. I don't need him. I don't need her. No one said to do all of that because you're just lying to yourself. I always loved that um, that myth, like the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. And I was like, is yeah, it that though? sounds cute. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. It does sound good, but I was like, emotional baggage with 
more just like mindless activity. Yeah, that sounds like a good coping mechanism, you know? Yeah, and, and, and it does work, you know, but it's according to how long it, it works for. And sometimes I think you're hurting the other person because you're not 100% there. You know, it's, it might be, it's, it's like your ice cream fell and it messed up and someone's like, okay, here's a bucket of ice cream and it feels real good. And after you eat all that big bucket of ice cream, you have a tummy ache. But what, you know, I just think most of the time it's unfair for the other person. That person can actually care or love you and you're not fully present in that new relationship. I think, you, and you're, you're 100% right. Um, so before we enter into these quick rebound things, I say it all the time, communication is key. If, if I don't tell you that, A, I'm just getting out of a relationship or B, I'm not over that relationship, and then I, I try to do things with you, of course, I'm, I, you're going to hurt the other person. But I feel like if I was like, hey, I'm just getting out of something, not looking for anything serious. I just don't want to be alone right now. Mm-hmm. Totally sets up a different scenario for you. For that other person, if you're telling the other person that? Yes. And see, that sounds cute again. These things sound, oh, well, we communicated. He knows that how much time people don't end up in relationship or this is just this. And then the other person start catching feelings or you start catching feelings. I don't know why people like to put all these, these supposed boundaries on. Well, I told him we're human. We're human. Okay. And feelings are, if you're really good at just banging something and leaving, great. They have a bunch of us that are good at that. But sometimes it's still emotion. Emo- you don't know the person you talk to might actually like you for how long. And then they're like, yeah, that's not a problem. I could do it. And next thing they're in love with you. It's why you do it. You're hurting yourself and the person. Just pause, folks. Just pause. Okay? Just just pause. Okay? I don't know what you want to do. What is your, your pronouncing name? Joshua? Yes. Okay, like in the Bible. Amen. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you've been with. Because basically we're talking about you right here. Right <laughs> but it's not the way. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've, I've, I try to mature about my relationships. I, I, I'm not the person who, who jumps from one right into another. I know I need a little time to detox and be by myself. I have no shame in saying it. I have a nice breakup playlist that I listen to for a solid month after I break up <laughs> with somebody just to get me right, you know, I think I, I'm okay with having a good cry, <laughs> doing some self-evaluation, and then moving on. But not necessarily to a new partner, just with the next chapter to of my try, life. To move forward. And, yeah. and I mean, breakups look different for everybody. Some people could be fine in a week. Some people might need a year. Everybody's different. And it does matter, too, sometimes in what kind of relationship was it? Was it a marriage? Was it just a short-term relationship? Did it have kids? There's so many things that does affect it, you know? I agree. Um, I'm not going to say me seeing somebody for two months is the same as a 15-year marriage. I was like, there's so much more investment into a marriage than there is a short little fling or... A new like it's a new situation where you're still in the technically like in the honeymoon stages but i think there are some similarities i mean like no matter what like whether it's mutual whether it's one-sided breakups hurt of course they hurt it sucks <laughs> no one said yay i'm broken up let the party begin and even if someone said that they're just fooling themselves it's yes. what, again that's the thing that you know like you know what i can't stand it when someone break up and they talk to their friends. They're like, yeah, I didn't need him. I didn't need her. I could do so much better by myself. Really? Shut up. Like, who are you trying to convince yourself or convince your friends? Right. You know, just last week, it was like, I love my man. We're looking for rings and all this kind of stuff. So I think it's people need to first be honest with themselves. And a lot of us are not. Um, that just reminds me. I was, I'm a big Netflix guy. Love it. I was watching Love is Blind. Have you ever heard oh, of that I show? Love is Oh my god! Have you seen season two? Well, I like the first season. The second season, I don't really like that much. Have you finished the second season? Yes, I have. So you can spoil it. Okay. So, guys, the second season. There's this guy named Shake. Uh, I love Shake for the, for the fact that he cannot keep his foot out of his mouth. Um, he does say a lot of things that are hurtful, but one my favorite part is at the wedding. 
the the woman he's supposed to marry says no. He's like, she's like, you don't love me or you don't treat me right. And she leaves. I was like, good for you. Good for her. She stood up for herself. Love that. But Shake was, oh, he was like, I'm okay with it. We're going to be best friends. You know, I dodged a bullet. Like, he, he was just all the, he was super happy. He's like, you know what? Let's still have a party, even though, like, the, my bride left me at the wedding. And everybody was like, are you okay? He was like, why wouldn't I be? I was like, no, like. But I never felt he was fully invested anyway. I, I didn't think he was either, but still, like, to get left at the altar. I think he has a, he has such a big ego. That's his. He's so full of himself. Like even the, his mom was saying something. Like he he's too full of himself. And to me, it's all a mask. It's all an act. To you know, you don't want to show. To me, he was never vulnerable. He was never authentic. So he's just being someone else. So he's he's not gonna really hurt because you're not being you. Yeah. He was a total dick. He was. Um... I'd be interested to see how things are going with him now. Uh, but no, but that, like I was saying, I was like, if, 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 if it were me, even if I was pretending or I didn't give 100%, you know, I just did it to do it. That's a moment where, like, your friends and family are all gathered there. And I think what what made it harder for me if I was shake is the whole time he was like, I'm not going to say yes. But she beat him to saying no first. So it's like, man, I couldn't even break up on my own terms. Uh it good. Yeah. Well, she I mean, didn't he, he didn't he, deserve you're right. He did not deserve it. He just prolonged it to me to get more fame, to get more it's, it, to me he was there for the wrong reasons. I don't care what nobody say, he was there for the wrong reasons. Oh, I think almost everybody this season was there for the wrong reasons. Yeah, um, I feel the first season was more Genuine, to, yeah, into, yeah, yes, and I love the first season. Come on, I saw this. I'm like, even the girl who was with the guy for the religious, who had a religious issue, him not believing in God, right then and there, no. Exactly. It, love is blind or not? It's a no. So why are we doing this? Exactly, and that's I, I. I understood where he came from. I was like, you knew from the start that how like my my faith. So why would you even say yes to begin with? Also, I was like, she kept saying that was the reason, but I don't think that was the reason that she ended things with him. I think it was because she was in love with another man, and she was hoping if she spent enough time, she would get oh, a chance yeah, at she that. Wanted a- to be with the other guy. That's yeah. right. <laughs> That's right. Listen, I-, I say this: the reason I don't believe in the friend zone is because it just gives people the opportunity to wait around and try to slide in when they fit in. That's what she tried to do. She's like, well, maybe if I keep going with this, I'll have more time to bond with this person, break up that engagement, and then we'll live happily ever after. Delusional. Yeah. I, f- I felt sorry for her, actually. For Shayna? I don't know where her mind... Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was not, it was not right. And you know what it is? I feel like when the girls are together, you kind of form some bond or some friendships along the way, even though you're there for love. But if you know certain things are, uh, okay, that's the one he chose, like, why are you going to jump in and try to, I, I think that was too shady for me. Right, I was like, I probably would have felt for her more if she hadn't violated, or at least on the other side, they would have been bro-code. Because I would have never, <laughs> none of the guys would have done that to the other guys. Yeah, I think that's why sometimes guys are, are pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? If this this is what it is, this is what it is. You right. know, you beat your chest and be like, all right, Women are kind of petty and cat fighty and oh my god, nah, nah. Like you remember in the beginning, the the one who is like, oh, she thought she was so amazing and I've all these friends, yeah, yeah. Like her. And I'm like, something definitely was wrong with her. I was like, she I knew. I was like, nobody. I was like, I knew you weren't gonna make it in that moment. I knew she wasn't gonna make it, um, just because of that false confidence she had. I was like. It was too much. I was like, it's supposed to be love is blind. I don't care, like, how you look, what the work you got done, how much of a quote-unquote bro you are. If you if you come in here acting all, like, uppity and holier yeah, than thou, so to speak. Much. Yeah, It's going to carry on over in conversation. That's why I was shocked that um, the 
the Indian girl choose Shake or whatever his name is. I was shocked because I'm like, after you heard him talk up to a few females in there, she should. That, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. And uh, like you said, I was like, I would have been. That's the thing. I don't think anybody cut it off early enough. Cut it. Cut it off early enough. Because they all found out at some point that the their person was doing something they didn't like, but they kept on. Yeah, like even the Asian girl with the guy. Right. They, they, I was shocked that they were compatible, but I get it. It's like, they, to me, they would seem like a lot of opposite, but they attract because of the opposite. Right. But since in the beginning, his attitude was childlike. Right. Like, if you're not talking about me, if you're not giving me full attention 24-7, she, she can't do that. Like, most people can't. Right. Like, so I think he was asking a lot, and then once things didn't go his way, it was childish. The childish outburst or the walking off. I'm like, is she on crack? Is she not seeing this? Right. And I was like, I was like, he needed so much reassurance. But I was like, what about her? I was like, you haven't said squat about her, but you want her to constantly kiss the kiss your feet, like worship the ground yeah. you walk on. I was like, that's not going to be a healthy much. relationship. Like, <laughs> so I'm glad it didn't work out. I'm glad they had that fight. So I, I'm really glad because I think she would have got a divorce very soon. Yeah. Because every minute storming off and walking off is that's come on, that's twelve year old crap. That's true. You gotta stay and talk about it and all that stuff. So true. Um, but I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna say back to reality because I guess that is their reality. Um, but in the realm of us non-reality uh, show folk, <laughs> uh, we, we have these issues. Um, well, no. Sometimes we don't see the red flags and we stay in relationships that are too long. Um, one thing that I feel like is really easy for people to to know, hey, it's time for me to break up, is when their trust is broken. Mm. Um, but everybody has different things that they think are just unforgivable in a relationship. Exactly. I Like, I always ask people in the beginning, what's their deal breaker? Because deal breakers are different for different people. Some people, they could actually cheat and according to the situation could have a conversation and therapy and be okay with it. Some people are filthy and somebody like, I can't deal with this shit. You're too dirty. So to me, it's like every, every relationship, everybody have their own deal breaker and what's important to them. Because some people be like, oh, he cheated or I don't know. So, I mean, to each his own, just find, I always say, just know what yours is. And this is why you have conversation about these things, you know? Exactly. Um, so, like, what what for you would be a couple of deal breakers that you have out there? Like, Okay, so I'm health conscious. So I'm health conscious. I exercise and stuff. So that's in, even in a, a mate, you going to need to take care of yourself to a certain degree. If I met you a certain way, I'm worse than a guy sometimes. I, I thought about having it in a contract. If you gain a certain amount of weight, if you stop eating a certain way, this ain't going to work because I, I need to be able to look at you. And the same for me. My thing is, even if I was to get pregnant... Exactly. Um, so, like, what what for you would be a couple deal breakers that you have out there? Like, Okay, so I'm health conscious. So I'm health conscious. I exercise and stuff. So... That's in even in a, a mate, you gonna need to take care of yourself to a certain degree. If I met you a certain way, I'm worse than a guy sometimes. I I thought about having it in a contract. If you gain a certain amount of weight, if you stop eating a certain way, this ain't gonna work. I, Cause I need to be able to look at you. And the same for me. My thing is, even if I was to get pregnant and gain weight, is one thing. If it's a reason behind it, like an illness or something. But after I have the baby. We, we in a relationship, we help each other to get back to where we want to be physically or health wise or whatever the case might be. So that's a number one deal breaker for me. I like what I like. They like what they like. Don't be mad. My other thing, I mean, it is cheating, but I think I'm more lenient with the cheating for some reason because I feel like regardless of how long you've been with someone, it's life. Things no one is perfect. And I ain't, go, I ain't, I ain't necessarily going to say I want to take by the guy who said, well, I was drunk and I didn't know what I was doing. Well, that's dead. But again, I, different people go through different things and have different situations. So to me, I would still have a conversation about that. So I deal, cheating is a deal breaker, but it's not the end all or be all of it for me. I think I would rather you cheat on this. I, still, you need to get healthy and look now. I need to be able to look at you to have sex and I want now. 
I'm sorry. If you could cheat at me on these ones, you, you get a pass. <laughs> oh man. Honestly, I mean, like, I get it. I, I'm the same way. I was like, I don't think cheating is the end all be all. Or you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna edit that statement. Physical cheating. You can physically cheat on me, and I might have some leeway with it. But it's the emotional cheating for me. Mm. That that's a little harder. Like you guys No, it, it no, definitely it's hard. And that's why when they say women cheat is different from men men cheating. Men could just sleep with a hundred people and be fine and come home and be like, I love my wife. Woman, one woman really decides to cheat 99% of the time is emotional cheating because someone is giving them attention. Someone is finally seeing them. They feel like they matter. So that's why men get frightened and men go more crazy than women. And Because I always say we women, we get cheated on all kind of shit all the time. And we have to be able to get up and start all over. And, but you men, as soon as it happens once, it's like, oh my God, the world is over. I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? Yes, really. <laughs> That is cause for me to lose every bit of sanity that I possess inside my body. Well, I see it. But I totally, I totally get it. That emotional stuff, it hits you in the heart, and the heart, heart, heart. Right. Because I was like, you know, I was like, physically, we change. It's, it's nature. It's, we can't help it. We're, like you said, we're human. You may take care of yourself, but I was like, there's the way I found you, the way I found you at 20 is not going to be the way that you are when you are 60, 70. It's Agreed. just genetics. So I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware that like physically will change. And if you end up wanting a younger guy or, you know, or something like that, I could see it. I can understand, like I said, I can talk about it. But if you develop this relationship with somebody where you're sharing intimate details, like I said, that, that has something to do with not just you, but me. You know, I was like, it's something that I could control. And if you would have come to me, maybe we could have worked it out. And then I could have given you more fulfillment. Rather as. Yeah, I, you, but you know what? Most people don't just go there and cheat. Ah, it's Wednesday. I think it's what, cheating day on Wednesday. Most of the time people do try to communicate. Treat, and again, communication is different for different people. Yeah. Sometimes shouting and screaming is communication for some. We all know there's a good way to communicate and a bad way, but we even focusing on that. To me, a lot of the time, you could have pink flags, white flags, black flags, but many times people try to bring up the issue and sometimes people are not hearing them. That's you know, and sometimes, it, so it's not like most people don't just get up in the morning and be like, I'm cheating on Thursday. So it takes time for people to even get in that mindset to say, you know what, I'm going to do something. I I agree. And that's why I say like, even during like the early days, you have to, you have to have these hard conversations of what you will and will not allow. And also how do you communicate? How do you love? Um, they just, how do you enjoy being treated? Because if. But the, have you heard of like the, the five love languages? Yes. Everybody yeah. Right. So that, that I totally believe in that. And it's understanding each person in the relationship. Because I'm, I'm definitely acts of service. You need to take my car, get the tires changed, put gas in it. I'm that kind of person. And you know what? I try to avoid the affirmations, people. Yeah. <laughs> and my, my boyfriend is into affirmations. Oh. I'm like, I'm exhausted. Oh, you look so nice. Thank you. Hey. Shit, look. So I, I just want to shoot myself. I feel like, it, <laughs> see, I'm so bad at that, too. Because, like, if, if it's not genuine, if I don't feel it, I just know I have to hit a certain quota of, affirmation mm. to give you i was like well this is just bullshit at this point I, yeah. I, I was like I, I, I was like i could say all the words in the world but that don't mean and i'd rather come up with some things that i actually care about or like that you actually invoke inside me and that's what i'm right. talking about is like you have to know this like i had a relationship last summer that did not go well because our love languages were different our arguing languages were different and the physical co compatibility was kind of iffy. And I was like, <laughs> this is me trying to be mature. I was like, you know what? I'm tired of like going after people just for looks. I need to just find a nice person and just <laughs> try to see if I can make it work. True, she was a nice person and maybe not physically my type, but 
those weren't even the huge issues. Like I thought they'd be, it's the fact that we love and communicate it too differently. You know, I was like, she was a big affirmations person. I was like, I've been with you for two hours and you've wanted 35 like compliments. I was like, that's is he, you know, that's too much. That's, that's exhausting. exhausting. That's a full time job. Know, like, like, I think I'm more I'm conscious of that still of language. And I, I, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, I love this, 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 this. That's too much. But like you said, I could focus on certain things that I like, that I see and I could compliment it compliment you on it and be honest but to me even though we know each other love language it should be some kind of balance you understand i can't expect you to get up in the morning and go make me tea and bring it to the bed you should make me lunch you should take my car and make sure you get it that's too much and you would be exhausted so this is again why you communicate have the conversation so it's it's we understand each other and you know, I, but honestly, when you spoke about that relationship, it sounded like that shit was not good from the first it, minute. Listen, day one was magical. It, it, it was, it, yeah, it was good. Most day ones are magical. Day two, day two was also solid. After that, though, the hill just we went down it fast and in a hurry. <laughs> in a hurry, like I said, I feel like some love languages are more compatible than others. So I know. That mine no, definitely, because I, I like, um, I like since mine says acts, acts of service and quality time, I like people who is more like to touch and gifts, or even some really, like mine is fine. It's just, in all of them, I just don't really like affirmations. Yeah. So it's just a lot for me. Listen, I tell people my love language is food, because it encompasses, <laughs> listen, it, it, if you really think about it, it encompasses multiple languages, and it's something that can, can be shared. Like it's, mm-hmm. It's quality time, you know, cooking a meal together or me spending time cooking, prepping for you, which is also an act of service and physical touch. I'm getting in there, putting physically putting my love, affection, all the energy I have for you into this meal that I'm then going to serve or eat with you or that we made together. Listen, that's that's so cute. Bullshit. Yes. (laughs) Oh, so nice. You keep that, okay? Keep that meal over there. <laughs> Listen, I was like, if you feed me, the amount of loyalty that I could give you is greater than if you put gas in my car. You no, know? that's why we're not in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we work out. He's like, you know what? You feed me. I I make sure those tires are rotated. You know, the oil has been changed <laughs> every three. What are we talking about? What <laughs> oil are we talking about? <laughs> I'll make sure at 2,999 that oil has already been changed. We ain't even getting to 3,000. Now, while my girl, put, now while my girl pushing this car, we got to make sure she's taken care of. That's uh, funny. No, but like I said, yeah, it's all about finding the right pieces. You know, sometimes we want these puzzle pieces to fit, but they just don't. So we talked about things that we just can't stand that'll end a relationship. But how. Have you ever do, have you ever found it difficult to have that conversation leading into the breakup? Uh, not really. I oh. I don't think this is working anymore. Bye. Oh I, <laughs> this in, is, like in the beginning, I think when I was younger, I used to want people to break up with me because it was too hard for me to do it. That, no, I'm older now. I no, I I could die tomorrow. Bye. Oh. me and you have nothing in common I do not like you like that it is not working then you duck in case they try to throw a shoe <laughs> yeah. uh, listen, but, you're right yeah, I, I mean what is the point of taking someone to dinner to break up with them I'm like, I don't I don't think you should text people it's, you know you've been in a relationship for two two months two years I don't do the texting kind of it's kind of disrespectful but again, two people in a relationship are different. If one person is going to stab you and scream at you, maybe you should text them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but again, people act like someone get up in the morning and you're going to break up with a person. It doesn't work like that. It's all different trials and tribulations and a bunch of emotional up and down you go through before you even get to that point. So sometimes it shocks me when people want to act all surprised. You know shit was... You was in that relationship. You know that shit was not working. Listen... I, I, they're, they're, you're right. And there came a point where I was like, yo, I need to break up with this woman. However, I'm, 
I'm too nice of a guy. Like I was like, I will stay in a situation because I don't want to hurt their feelings. So I was like, I'd rather just like, like you said, have them break up with me. That way I don't have to do it. So I will, I'll either act like the fool or I will, I will create such an opportunity for them that they have no choice but to break up with me. Oh, so now you leave a nasty taste in their mouth. That's really lovely. So when you understand it, no. all, and you need a cup of water to survive, you will die. No. That's really cool. No. The last, so the last time I created an opportunity for somebody, I literally found them a job, like a promotion. I like got them a promotion in a different city, doing what they love, closer to their family, so that she would, like, she couldn't okay, catch. that sounds like a black man. That sounds like an X-Men operation. Listen, <laughs> it, it, it took me three and a half weeks to get it done and, like, confirm it. But I was like, this is just the easiest way than me having a two-minute conversation saying, I'm not into you. I don't want to see you anymore. So something you could have ended to. Two minutes. You took three weeks. Yeah. Yes. So my that's too much. That's too much of my time. No. Okay. Again, we're not getting younger. We're getting older. And I think older. As you get older, you realize how much time is important. People say it all the time. Oh, time is this time. You don't get back. But no one really understands what that means. So when you really understand what time really means, you'll be like, bitch, one minute break up. Okay. You ain't there yet. I'm. Yeah, but you know what? I think I am getting there. I think I'm getting exactly. to... Exactly. You'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm getting to the... Because I was like, I forgot that I'm a person too who has needs. And I was like, Ayo, I can't be putting all these other people's needs in front of my own. I got to keep exactly. it pushing. I, I got things to do. Uh, or... But that's why I did... Love yourself first. That's why people say I did the work and self care and all the heebie jeebie stuff. I get it because you should. Because if you did, when you're in a relationship, plus you're gonna attract a different kind of person in the first place, right? Once you definitely get certain things clear, we're constantly gonna grow. I understand that, but whoever you attract, honestly, is a reflection of who you are. So if you're attracting shitty people, guess what, Joshua? You're shitty. You're shitty. You, <laughs> listen, I. Get it together. This is true. It's hard finding that that balance between serial dater and quality person. Because some people just like always need to be in a relationship. So they'll go through a bunch of trash ass, like just shit relationships just to be with a partner. No, I've been, been there too. I just, as soon as one, and because that it was a comfort level, it was knowing someone was there for you and you have someone to call, have a conversation to go out with. Sometimes it's just lone, pure loneliness yeah. that you would constantly want to be in a relationship. But I, I, re sad. I realize this. I realize I should, you should, okay, people, you should not try to get into a relationship after you've been rejected. And here's why. They rejected. That's hard. Listen, here's why. The last two people who I was rejected by, within a week, I like tried to like get like replace them with somebody else who I knew would say yes. But those have been the shittiest relationships I've been in. Wow. Because a, sometimes you want you like to not sometimes people want to be wanted. They they need that. And so when you are infatuated or you think like you're the lucky one because you're with me, that feels good. So sometimes I will say yes, knowing this may not be the best idea. You, But you know, like the problem that I have with what you're saying, you know the person you're supposed to be with could be just passing you along, passing by just because you're wasting time with the wrong person. Like you're, you're right. literally blocking your own blessing. It's better you stay totally single and do all the self-care and the love and whatever people like to say. Or because you, you're just blocking your blessing. You're like, oh, I don't, let me just fill this with a bunch of air stuff that makes no sense. I'm pretty sure this is not going to work, but I'm going to fill it. So when the person passing by is like, oh, I would have liked him. Oh, he got a girl. That that make any sense, sir? I should punch you in your nose. You're, you're, you're right, but I feel like that's the gift. That, the, the gift. I feel like that's the curse of youth. We do a lot of dumb things for no good reason, and we call it sanity. We call it logic. No, I know, hon. I call it stupidity. I always tell people, look up the word insanity and look up the word stupidity. People just say insanity because they think it sounds nicer. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah. There are some things that are just foolish. You're right, but I feel like you you can you, people, we do that when we're young, but when we get older, we're like, no, this is just plain stupid. That that makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, and you know what it is to me. Even when you're older, like you said, it's insanity doing the same thing over and over. Some people don't learn. Some people in their fifties. I've experienced. That's why sometimes I said the age thing is 50-50 for me. Because you could find someone at a certain age that's younger yeah. that that has so mature and understand certain things. Maybe they travel the world, have a better understanding of life, of love, all these things. But then, and then you could have the 50-year-old dumb, been doing the same thing since he was 12, still trying to have the, the cornrows when he has a receding hairline, still trying to wear the baggy pants like he was in prison when he was 21. So to me, it's when people really discover who they are and know who they are, yes. then they'll be able to attract the right people and stop making themselves a victim and use a bunch of excuses why certain things are not happening or certain things are not working. Right. Okay, I'm not here to hug you, Joshua, and tell you you're right. Now, get it together. The next time I see you, you better have gotten it together and don't be telling me about nothing but no age. Any questions? Mic drop. <laughs> no, man. I, I, listen, I get it. I get it. The person I was a year ago is completely different than the person I am today. And I I, I love that uh, because... Right, because if you was the same person, because I tell people, if you was the same person when you were 5, 16, and 25, you need therapy. Yeah. It's that simple. That was a big thing for me. Um getting help, talking to people, also realizing that I have an active part to play in the success and failures of my relationships. Amen. Hallelujah. God, you finally see the light. Look look into the light. Yeah. A lot of people... You see it? Like you said, I do. It's, it's right It's right here, right around me. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't walk into it. Just look into it. <laughs> no, uh, a lot of people, like you said, they like to play the victim in a breakup, but really, um, one of the things that's helped me in this last year is the first thing I do isn't what did they do wrong? Where did it go wrong? It's what was I lacking in this relationship? Um, and then also when I'm trying to end things with people or even make it work, it's would I be would I be proud of the work that I put in in three years? Did I do everything I could? to make this work? Was I honest with myself? Was I honest with my partner? Did I really even try? A year ago, I didn't think about that. I was just like, well, I'm not having fun anymore. So, or, eh, you, you know, but now actually taking the time to be like, I get why this didn't work out. I was a piece of shit. You know, I, I talked to you once a week, never took you out. You introduced me to all your friends. I didn't introduce you to anybody. Uh, it's rare that you broke up with me. I can see that, but it, but it takes, it takes, like you said, it takes some work because if you're not willing to admit that you're like, well, no, this person just didn't keep me entertained or X, Y, and Z. No bullshit. Like what? I mean, that might be true, but what did you do? How did you contribute to this relationship mm. to make it a win or a loss? Right. Cause we all, I think people lack in taking responsibility. We always just find someone to blame. It's just much more easy and it makes you feel better. Yeah. hundred percent advice for people who are like just getting out of a breakup and trying to get themselves together so to speak so i have i wrote a book called let that effing man go basically and it's five plus steps to getting over a breakup and i'll keep it simple the first one is basically clean house and what that means is basically every time you break up with someone you have the pictures on the wall you have the pictures on your phone you have you're wearing his shirt or it's 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 a lot. Everywhere you look, everything in your apartment going to remind you of this person. So in order for you to even think of healing, you do need to detach yourself from some of those emotional items that you might be holding on to for whatever reason. We're going to show it to your, your kids, your new man. You're going to have to let it go. Right? That's the first thing. This number two thing for me is I call it church. I named the chapter church. And for all the atheists out there, sorry, that's I don't really care. So at the end of the day, what church means to me is different for different people. Church for me means getting on your knees, praying, screaming, crying to God. For other people, it could be some sort of relaxation. It could be yoga. It could be meditation. 
but it's more like just getting centered and just being quiet for a while because all this chatter from here, there, and everywhere, you chattering, trying to tell everybody who broke up, who did what, it's too much. You need to find a place to just be calm and quiet, right? Number three, which is my favorite, is be conscious of your friends. I hate the word friends. Everybody is your friend, especially in America. You all have a bunch of friends. My thing is know the difference between what a friend is and what a confidant is. I have a confidant, right? That that's person who listens and doesn't try to give me a solution and tell me, oh yeah, girl, this is what no. Your, your confidant is going to listen. They're going to be there to hug you, hold you. They're going to be there to give you positive affirmation, not a little. You don't need the friends that are going to be like, girl, we're going to need to drive by. Oh, my God, you're goody. You don't need to be with him. Like, please, please, calm it down. Avoid those people who want to take you out to drink so they can find someone to sleep with you. That's not that's not the right direction to heal. And I always tell people, a friend is something, somebody you have certain things in common with. You enjoy whatever that activity is, but that doesn't mean they have to know every aspect of your personal life. Find yourself a confidant that's going to be there for you. And just so you know, it's only two or three of those you might be lucky enough to find in a lifetime, right? Then number four is your passion project. When we're all in relationships, we tend to forget about ourselves. We always focus on that other person. We're planning this. We're doing this for the other person. You forget you wanted to read a book. You wanted to start a business. Yeah. You you forget you wanted to paint. You forget everything you wanted to do or you put it on the back burner and you're not working on it as much as you wanted to or need to. When you're single, you ain't got no man. You ain't got no girl. You know what? Refocus. Find out what your hobbies were and just dive in. Refocus. And honestly, sometimes that's the best time to create. The reason I have my show is because of my failed relationships. And I started creating something to make me heal. And I have a whole TV show because of it. So thank you to all my exes. So shout number four, make sure you find that passion project. I know I'm so intelligent, right? Yeah, shout out to the exes. And shout out to the wisdom. Uh, normally that comes with like a lot of age, but you are still in your prime being super sexy so it's just listen she got it a little early you're, you're right since since i've been single this last year i've really stepped we've stepped up the podcast we stepped up uh, other projects and we've started to actually live the vision that we had for ourselves i didn't even put it together that maybe being single allowed me to have the time and the energy and the creativity to do that Might be 
exercise could be dancing to the music you love. It could be bachata. It could be salsa. Whatever you want to dance to. Exercise could be chasing the two, three kids in the park. It could be sweeping and cleaning because some people love to do that. But just be active. And you'll be surprised how much joy that could actually bring you. And, you know, you're channeling your energy somewhere else. And that's all. that's all it is. And, again, I always tell people there's so many different ways to get over a breakup. Time is a factor also, but it's up to you to actively do some of these things instead of sit down, eat ice cream or not eat, whatever you choose to do. I I don't eat. <laughs> but just channel your energy somewhere else. Get the right people in your corner. And how much time you don't look back and be like, why was why, why was I with Sean? Why was I with Amy? Why did I? You look back and you're like, Thank, thanking God that you got out of something. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you might not see it now, but you're going to see it in the future. Remember, Miss Francois said so. Listen, and she didn't get to be this boss uh, without going through some stuff. And being right, so I'm, I'm taking it as I'm taking it as a gospel right now. Listen, she, she's uh she 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 brought me to church in today to give me yeah, that good. That's a whole new chapter in the Bible. Right <laughs> after Psalms, <laughs> right after Revelation. <laughs> this this is the revelation. Okay, uh, wake up, guys. Listen, you got to find you a confidant. You have to take accountability for yourself, and we got to stop wasting time on things that aren't serving us. You know, those are just a couple of things that you should have been taken away from this word that the young sister brought to us today. I already feel better. Listen, I. I, 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 I <laughs> oh, no, not not the seven payments of nine ninety nine. Man, I, I'm going to have to get you on the next one. We'll start a plan. This was amazing today. But there are a couple questions I, I want to know to get to know who you are. You know, I. I know you're this wise, just fountain of wisdom, but but how how do we get this way? So I, I think these questions will help us get to the root of how Miss Francois became Miss Francois. It's, it's a lot of evolution, like you said, right? Because in the beginning, I was a very shy person. You couldn't even get me to look forward in someone's eyes. I always looked down. But sometimes the experience in, in life, especially when it comes to relationship, and again, relationship doesn't have to be a sexual relationship or a husband, right? Your life relationship could be a friends or family. And I had come into this country has, it was a, a huge adjustment for me. It was, it had its trials, it had its tribulation. It was just not a great experience. And I think instead of going the opposite way of being sad and depressed and maybe finding a vice like drugs and alcohol and stuff like that, I think I just used humor in order to get myself to the next level. Again, everybody uses something. I hope some people would, you know, read a book, you listen to a motivational speech. I use humor. And as I go along, I realize me using humor, it helped me and it helps so many other people. Because if you pause and laugh, it, it, it produces endorphins. People don't realize all these good chemical it, it produces for you. They say it actually produces things that it could heal. Your leg could have been hurting and it could actually heal your, your, your leg or whatever. It's not a lie. I mean, it's part of science, it's science or whatever, but it has been proven so much. Uh, if you laugh, even when you just laugh and smile, you stay younger compared to someone who's always fronging. So I think me actually going through some really hard things in life has gotten me to this place where I am now. And again, we still have so much more to grow and learn. Yes. But I'm like who I continue to become. That's, that's, I mean, we all should strive for that. Um, and if you're not happy with yourself, I mean, that's like you said, that should be your first wake up call to either get some help or start checking in to see. Where am I on the roadmap to the person I wanted to be? You know, right? But people, I think, I think we're in, a, in a, a, a space where everyone is finding an excuse or a circumstances to say why they are where they are. And I'm not saying that those circumstances and situations is not real, but that just shouldn't be a reason for you to stay there. Yeah. And I think that's what I have a hard time when I see other people. Like it could be ten years later and they're using the same excuse. Like really. It's even that some people, like women, is like, oh, the reason I have this belly is because it's baby fat. Yeah, but your child is 25. Like, we mm -hmm. can't keep using excuses. You know, you have to really be honest with yourself first and foremost. Love yourself. Respect yourself. Whatever you need to do. But really do the work on yourself before you could be with someone in the first place. I agree. And you talked about how you specifically use humor to help you deal with some of these hard things. Would you say that you also 
because now that you are partnered, would you say that you looked for humor in a partner too? Like that's like a major key for you, uh, something? Yeah, too bad, my, too bad my boyfriend just tells the worst jokes ever. I think, but you know what? The humor comes from laughing at him. Exactly. I was like, you know what? Sometimes like, like cheesy dad jokes that are just not great are what you need, you know? <laughs> I I get it. Yes. I told him let me do the jokes. You just you just stay right there and be cute. <laughs> Amen. That's what listen, I my job is just to sit here and look pretty. I, I I'm too quirky, I'm too dorky, I'm too awkward to to be funny. <laughs> or at least at least the good kind of funny. And we talked about how, like I said, physicality plays a little bit into your attraction as well. So we know that you can't be with somebody who you don't have that physical connection with. Yes. What and you... people like to say, oh, that, that's not what, that's superficial or whatever. I'm like, okay, to each his own. If that's superficial to you, right. okay, you can be with whoever you want to. I'm not living with you guys. Yeah, I true. like what I like. Like some people is like, because I always say my ideal man, like my boyfriend knows this. If Trevor Noah comes and say hi, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm dumping. It's over. I'm giving back the ring, everything. I'm just packing up and leaving. You can have the kids. That's my ideal guy physically, but at the same time, I don't know Trevor Noah as a person, but whatever I do know, I like the fact that he's funny. I like the fact that he's intelligent. All these things are things that I'm attracted to, but I don't know if we would necessarily get along because I don't know the real Trevor Noah. Right. Just but what I'll you see. Yeah. I, listen, I, I said as I'm listening, if, if I ever get in the same room as JLo, I'm sorry. All bets are off. I'm. Exactly, it's over. I, I made these things known early, and it know it's funny because I'm so humorous or whatever. People just think I'm joking. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm so serious. I'm not joking. I like, I will make it a point on the first date to bring this up, and I would be like, no, I'm not joking. I'm so serious. Like, I may like you, you may be cool, but I'm telling you, don't let me meet her because <laughs> we're either going to become over. a thruple or <laughs> you're either going to join us or I'm gonna have to leave you. I'm sorry. Um, that's funny. That's keeping it real. It's that's all we can do. Now, there's one thing I would I'd love to know. If you could tell your younger self and save yourself some of the pain, the crying, all that, just some good old dating advice. What would that be? Mine's typically is the same thing I say all the time. No, no, Patrice, Francois, Miss Francois, whatever. Know your worth. You are enough. You are beautiful. You're intelligent. You. Someone is going to love you for you. Stop trying to be something you're not for someone to like you. It, it doesn't make any sense. Just be the, be you. Because a lot of times, as as I was in relationship, people said I was too hyper. I, I shouldn't do this or I should grow my hair long. Every, someone always had to tell me something. And sometimes I would try it. And I'm like, but how long are you going to be fake? Like, yeah. I'm the kind of person, when you, when you go out on a first date with me, there's no representative. This is me 24 hours a day. And if you don't like it, I'm pretty sure 10 other people will. You know, because some people, not everybody can handle all this energy. Right. But it is who I am. So if that's one thing I could definitely tell myself, because I, I always remember thinking back in the day that I thought I was ugly or too short or my nose was too big. Like I always had something. That's what I tell people on the outside. You can't, you can't come and tell me anything negative that's going to make me go in a corner and cry. I tell myself all the negative things to begin with. So I'm my worst enemy. Yeah. Right? So my thing is, if I was had that self-confidence and had that self-worth and realized I had everything I needed, I think a lot of things would be different. But as always, somebody you have to go through certain journeys to get where you need to get, right? Because if you didn't have those lessons, I really don't know what my life could be. We might in our minds think it would be amazing, but do we really know that? Exactly. I, I agree then the last question I got for you today is as amazing oh, so sexy. <laughs> listen, as like as much of a superstar you as you are, what is one thing that you think you could do better in your relationships? Because I like you said, we also have work. Yeah, I, I uh, that's an easy question in this present relationship. Uh, more empathy. Okay. Okay. I, I lack in that, but I'm I'm like negative ten. I'm like oh yeah. I'm like, what? Hard you love all the time. That's all I got for you. Okay. Yeah, you cut you cut yourself and you're bleeding. Oh, you didn't call a doctor. Or her, what? Oh, oh, you want me to come home? I'm working. <laughs> oh, you're gonna bleed out? Um, like, send me a picture. Send me a picture. Let me see how bad it is. Like, I don't. I, I, I don't know if it's something I need to work on or 
Oh man, I mean that's honestly that's the first on the show. I've never had anybody uh, bring up empathy, but you're right. I, I like to give out tough love, but sometimes I was like, okay. <laughs> sometimes I, I can have a heart and be like, okay, well, I know you need this from me, so I'll, I'll give it to you. I, I had done. I can't remember what it's called. Like your strengths, yeah, your strengths. It has this big. You know, they always have some studies or whatever. Right. And empathy was all the way at the bottom. Like they say, I'm futuristic. I'm a leader. You know, <laughs> I'm a creator. All this good stuff. Empathy, like bottom last tree. I was like, oh. Hey, if you get lost, I'm sorry. You just have to find your way back, Chief. Oh exactly. no! Exactly. No. <laughs> no, no partner gets left behind <laughs> until they do. You're. I mean, hey, I guess there are some benefits to that. You know. Uh, and that's true. Like it's like you you want to grow with your partner. You don't want to outgrow your partner. But sure. I feel like you're not the type of woman who would limit herself. So like if you feel like you're growing and you just you break the bubble, you're just gonna break the bubble. Yeah, and, and I think even that has been so, so in some instances a, a issue because I do love to learn. I love to grow, and I do follow through. So I'm not a person just learning, and I'm like, I just want to learn because I want to be in school 24 hours a day, but I'm executing. And some people, they just go to work and come home, and that's their limit, that's their dream and goal right there, which is fine. But I might want to fly all over the world, and you want to go to Florida. That, come on, that is, people, oh, yeah, no. You, you, got, you got to expand yourself. So a lot of times, I think, when I even look back at some people I dated, it would not work regardless because I want so much more in life. And some people just okay with settling. And again, I don't mind if someone wants to settle, but you can't complain if you're settling. Yeah. I, like one of the books that my mentor gave me said, you have planters and then you have movers. And I realized early on that that's one of the non-negotiables for me is like, we, you have to, I have to be with another mover. I like to travel and I don't want to live in a, my hometown for my entire life and not see the world or limit myself because I have too much growth potential. And if you're the type of person who could like live in the same city your entire life and be happy, kudos to you. No, I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying it's not the way to live. Once you're happy. I always tell people once you're happy. Especially at this young age that we're all at right now. The world is our oyster. We are do it all, see it all, taste it all. Yeah. Be with and, everybody. And it's amazing how much you're going to grow your mindset, your experiences. It's amazing. Because sometimes yeah. I hear people have a conversation. I'm like, Lord, they don't even have a passport, do they? Because when you see the world and see how different things can be different. Yeah. Like, if I live in New York. I'm not sure. You live in New York also? Or you live no, in a different I'm state? in Ohio. So my thing is, especially New Yorkers, we are spoiled. We think New York is it. You don't need to go anywhere else. This is where everything is. We're smart. We're intelligent. We have the technology. Really? Like, you'll be surprised if you go to another country and how things are done. You know, so, and that's why I would say I am glad I'm Trinidadian because I have that growth aspect because I was 17 and now I'm this age that I'm not. It's so much. It's amazing. I've been to a few countries and Sometimes, even if you go to different islands, things yeah. are different. Because people just assume, well, all islands is just water <laughs> <laughs> and a Jamaican accent. That's not true. Just one huge va- vacation, really- yeah. <laughs> so, yes, be open to, you know, and to me, even if someone is okay with being where they are, sometimes you don't know until you venture out. Because you might be like, yeah, I like living in a city. I like being able to walk down two stores down. The school is there, the fire department, the police department, the grocery store. But if you got the opportunity to go somewhere, I say at least be open to it. Because you really don't know until you know. And we still don't know because there's so much more to discover. Exactly. Well, Ms. Francois, like I said, today has been nothing but a pleasure. I, I needed somebody to knock me in the back of my head and punch me in the nose to wake me up. I punch you in the eyes. Oh, not my eyes. Those are my money makers. I need those. Uh, <laughs> I can hide the nose, but I can't hide the eyes. We know we need to check out your book. Um, so I will make sure I put a link to that on Amazon or wherever you you can. You can read the book. We can find the book on Amazon, right? Of course we oh, can. Of course. You can get it on my website. I'll even send you the information if you need. You just send you the information, you're good. Perfect. Um, and just like let us know your website again, just in case you know people hate reading. You know, they, they suck at reading here in the, in the States. Ah, so. People can't read, it's yeah. a difference. <laughs> but it's pretty easy, right? It's my name. That's M S S 
F R A N C O I S. That's Miss Francois. And you can, you can check out my website. And um, I'm on every social media there is. And it's the same handle, M S S underscore Francois. And go check me out. Listen, if you guys want any clue on how to become multi talented and super sexy, you already know you need to go click all the links, <laughs> follow, read. I know we don't like reading, but read. Um, and you too could potentially be on this level, not on her level, but you can get pretty damn close, okay? Close, close. Yeah, nobody can ever top the original. <laughs> Thank you so much, Joshua. Thank this you. This has been fun. It has been. All right, guys, that's all I have for you today on this on this episode of the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad. Don't forget to head on over to the notsobad.com and sign up for our beta program right now, okay? We are working, uh, we are doing a limited number of spots for the effective bachelor mastermind. And that's just, that's that's for you guys. These for, like, gentlemen, you gotta listen to me. It's time for us to level up. If you think that you're struggling with your relationships or you just want to impress your girl, come over, sign up, meet with me for a one-on-one. If at the end of that 15 minutes, you're not sold on the program, you don't have to join it, but I know you will be. Why? Because we want to be the best versions of ourselves, okay? We don't want to become stagnant and complacent, and we don't want to look like a scrub. So I look forward to seeing you all next Thursday. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Give us all those amazing reviews, ratings, all that good stuff that you know how to do. Until the next one, I've been Josh.